Well, I think you have to look at the difference between spend and investment. So the, the shift in mindset that I love to bring up is literally in this day and age, unfortunately, because currency is a digital mean, like you literally are sleeping, money is being spent and potentially and hopefully you're getting to a point where money is being earned. The, the, when you know that that exchange is an energy flow and it's consistently happening, but the, the one differentiator is what you choose every day to invest in and then also build upon is what actually shifts the money story you start creating for yourself. Welcome to the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Scott Aaron, and each and every week, I'm going to come to you with short, simple, and powerful tactics of how you can grow your network marketing business, brand, bank account, and impact on those around you. And just remember, network marketing is not easy, but it can be made easy with simple steps to create the success that you truly deserve. Welcome to episode 110 of the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. And if you are a new listener, then welcome. And if you are a returning listener, then welcome back. And as always, if you are new or old to the profession of network marketing and you are still building your business through the primary means of Facebook and Instagram, and you are not yet harnessing the power and leverage of using LinkedIn to grow your business, network, and income, then head over to my website, www.scotterron.net where you can schedule a free 15-minute discovery call with me where you can learn more about me, I can learn more about you, and how we can potentially work together. So I am super stoked about today's episode because the individual that I'm bringing on to speak to you guys today is a serial entrepreneur. She's a business growth coach for anyone, whether it's a large company or individuals in network marketing or just entrepreneurship. And what I love about this person, we, we connected in a mastermind that we're in, and we just have such similar characteristics, the way that we do business, but also the way that we think about business and how we can help people. And we literally could talk on the phone for hours about literally anything. And I know that what she is going to bring to this episode, no matter what business you are in, is going to help you move forward. So again, as always, I don't want to tell their story. I want them telling it to you. So Kareen Walsh, welcome to today's episode. Oh, Scott, thank you so much. It's so awesome to be having this chat with you and also be able to share a piece of me with your listeners. So and thanks they, for having me. And they deserve to get a piece of you and all of you. And I, and I know you're going to provide <laughs> that. And I was just honored to be on your amazing podcast, which obviously we can talk about towards the end of the episode because they deserve to really listen to that. It's an amazing podcast. But before we get into all of that, for my audience that is not familiar with Kareen Walsh and what she does in her work, tell us a little bit about you and kind of a little bit of your upbringing that led you to do what you're doing right now as a serial entrepreneur, but most importantly, a business growth coach. Yeah, sure. Great. I am uh, currently on the East Coast. I have ping pongs back and forth, East Coast, West Coast for most of my I'd say adult life. Um, and the 
the path that got me here, my journey has been one of exploration, um, continuous growth, and really leveraging self-development over the years. I, I found that when I first graduated college and moved to the West Coast, I lived in the Bay Area for a while, I was really going after my career. And what does that mean, right? Like I, I was literally raised under that structure of get an education. Once you graduate, you need to fend for yourself, earn for yourself and go and go make life happen. And so I, I was brought up under, you know, the movies of like the working girl and like trying to climb the corporate ladder as a female. And so I did that path. Um, the first, uh, I would say, seven years out of college, I worked for a large um, financial software company that allowed me to grow immensely and um, super fast because I had great leaders that I worked for after previously hitting a glass ceiling at 23. And so that was like my first lesson to never let someone else's limitations become my own. And it really started to charter a path for me of self-discovery, go after what it is I want and build the career that I was into. And so I was very successful in that career. I started, uh, you know, within two and a half years of that company, I started um, taking over mergers and acquisitions. I learned a lot about how, how companies work, how people show up for it, how leaders are groomed and continue to grow. <laughs> and then at the end of that time, it was like on the cusp of 30, I decided to resign from that amazing six-figure position and move to Colorado in order to just slow down a little bit and, and really discover who I was in this story. So a lot of my path in the beginning, in my 20s, it was all about figuring out how to make money, right? Mm -hmm. It was career-based. It was all, I would say, external goals versus who am I? How do I want to show up in the world? And what's the impact I want to have? So when I moved to Colorado, I started my own, that was the first time I started my own business. And I was doing consulting work, as well as taking care of my health and trying to work on relationships and trying to just really discover who I wanted to be in this world. And that led me down the path of finding the husband I have today. And we've ping ponged, you know, Colorado, New York, <laughs> Jersey, <laughs> the last few years, um, but really then allowed me to establish the credentials of building up um, a consulting firm as well as my business coaching practice in order to help leaders grow and lead the business that they want to in a very authentic way. So let's talk about the, you know, everyone has that fear because network marketing is no different because people say yes to network marketing and it, it's not an easy build. It takes time, energy, and effort, but people have the notion of quote unquote firing their boss. And, you know, some people are making good income in what they're doing. Some people are not, and they want to create it with network marketing. And that's a scary place to be. It's that leap of faith that you talk about. Yeah. So for the network marketers that maybe are dissatisfied with their jobs, dissatisfied with their income, dissatisfied with the way that their life looks right now, how important is it when the pain gets great enough to take that leap of faith to move forward? It's really important to first discover about yourself what is the path you want to be on. And then you look at business models like network marketing, solopreneurship, entrepreneurship to 
mold that into the life you want. So when I explored network marketing for myself, and I coach a lot of people in network marketing today for, for because a lot of it is mindset and strategy. Um, I found that I dove into network marketing because there was an area of my skill set that I wanted to master. So I wanted to master sales and marketing. And I already had a really strong skill set in leadership and team building. So when I was exploring the, the possibilities of network marketing to build supplement income for me, as well as um, practice a skill set that I knew I needed to master, that's where I leveraged network marketing. And I found that when other people joined network marketing companies, um, they didn't really understand who they had to be in order to build it as a income business for them. Like a lot of people joined, um, at least the company I had joined is a nutrition-based company. And it was, it was something that was more about the transformation. A lot of heart-centered folks wanted to just help other people, which is brilliant and beautiful. But if you don't take the time to understand the system that you're a part of, in order to leverage it to generate that income and that revenue you're looking for, then it's a missed opportunity and, and it might not be right for you. But when you're having that, that kind of dynamic in your mind of I'm in this full-time job, I'm not really happy with it. I don't really like who I am when I have to show up in it. Network marketing definitely allows you to literally turn up the dial on all parts of who you are in a system that's created for you to generate wealth. And so it's aligning with the right company matters. Um, that's the one thing I always uh, encourage my clients on when they're, when they're in a network marketing field and they're trying to expand. You need to be aligned with the values of that company in order to show up in it every single day and as well as learn their systems on how you generate the most wealth possible while having an impact. So when you're learning the systems of that company, which is very, very important, sometimes, and, and this is just with anything, the system takes you as far as it can take you. Mm -hmm. And when you step into entrepreneurship, and, and it, again, it doesn't matter what that vehicle looks like, network marketing, being a, a business coach like you and I, it still requires the investment of your time and your money into external things to up-level yourself just like the mastermind that you and I invested to over the last year. Right. How important is it for even network marketers? Because it's something that's not really talked about. You know, no network marketing company is going to say, hey, listen, not only do we want you purchasing the products every month and paying to go to our events, but it's really a good idea if you start also investing in external coaching because it's not that they're misleading people that they know everything, but they need to keep things as duplicatable as possible right. to serve the masses. But I'm talking about the elite level, that 1% that wants more out of just the basics. Right. What would you say to those people that know that they need more, they want more, but they're not getting in from where they have it right now? Yeah, I would say you have to expand your reach in getting the your brand identity. If you're truly trying to make this your own, leveraging a system that's out there, but wanting to attract people into your business because of who you are and the services you provide, number one, it starts with the clarity of where you're trying to go. And then number two is how do you brand yourself to get there? And a lot of that requires external experts to help you get there faster so that to me that's the coaching game right a coach is someone that has either had the experience before can encourage you and show you how I like to 
I like to say I'm a coach and consultant. So, cause I have two businesses, I have the consulting work that actually helps you implement it. And then I have the coaching work that helps show you the framework and let you do it yourself. And I'm just that advisor or the person that's walking alongside the journey with you to get there. Because I find that a lot of the, the clarity comes and then people immediately ask how, and then depending on the speed of which you go, that that is something where the implementation comes in. But the, the role of finding that external help, that the ability to up level with someone else who has gone before you is so critical if you want to speed up the process of hitting your goals and expand your network to ex- attract the right people into your business. Every single up level moment I've had, whether it's the mastermind or I go and get new certifications or I am um, joining a new network. It's always been a relational tactic for me to stay connected with the like-minded people that are going to help me get to that next level. And so I always encourage that type of um, decision for yourself and up-leveling and and aligning with the right coaches, but also the right community. You have to surround yourself with a tribe that's going after what you're trying to go after also. Yeah, investing back into yourself is obviously one of the best investments that one can make. So now that you've kind of stepped into that that place and space where you are working with a lot of network marketers, are there any common themes or trends that you're seeing in what is holding these individuals back from the success that they want? Yeah, I think the money mindset is the most common theme that I've seen hinder the potential for what is possible when trying to leverage a network marketing compensation plan. And what I mean by that is most of us are trained to work in order to earn a check. And that check represents the level of income that we're able to earn because that was the system that you were in previously. When you join a sales structure, when you join a commission-based structure, which is what network marketing is all about, it's connections and commission the the level of earnings is exponential it's huge it it you literally can maximize it as much as possible every single year but you have to understand that you're actually worth earning that maximum and a lot of the times the work that i do with network marketer marketers is really about understanding where is their money mindset and what is holding them back from actually diving in deep and feeling worthy of the payout that could come from working hard, understanding the system, leveraging it, building their connection and growing. And so that is like a common, common theme I've seen and and had to coach people through. The second part too, Scott, is that um, there's a difference between income earning and business revenue creation. Mm. And that lesson is like in all businesses. I have so many people because I work with a lot of solopreneurs who maybe are like freelancers in their specialty, right? And then they're now trying to expand and grow their business. I'm having like a whole workshop on this um, and I'll be doing it a few times a year. So I could share that with your, your listeners as well. But there's a mindset shift that has to happen of income versus revenue. Like revenue for a business is when you start diving into that six, you know, that high six, multiple seven figure, earnings for your business is a different mindset than just earning your income to live your life. And that is the biggest shift that creates growth and also, you know, sustainability 
in the the revenue and the income you're trying to build for for your life and business. You know, I was speaking to someone the other day and they they said to me that they've always had issues with money. You know, they they've never I mean, I went over the different options of how I could help her, but nothing was in her price range, not even $29 for an academy that I have. Mm. And, And she says, I, she goes, I've been working in the profession I've been working in for 26 years and I've never had any money left over ever. I, mm. she, and, and she goes, I didn't grow up poor. I grew up in a very moderate household. That's just how it's been. Yeah. And she goes, I would much, and she goes, she has like this mindset with money. She goes, I would rather just go somewhere where money wasn't an issue, where there was no need for money so I could just live. Hmm. And I said, well, you doing that running to the Amazon rainforest where there's no currency exchange where you just live. That's basically running from your problems. You don't want to face it because Mm -hmm. the easiest thing to do is to run as far away as possible from something that you need to improve. Because then she started saying, well, you know, I don't need fancy things. I don't need money. I don't need this. I don't need that. Hmm. But I do want to travel the world and be able to speak on things and do things for people and inspire people. And I said, well, it's going to take money to do that. So you do want to become wealthy and use it for what you want to use it for, which is impacting and inspiring others without having to charge them. And just through her words, you can see how how money is such an incredibly difficult thing for people to understand how it works. And 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 Kareem, you talk to a lot of people just like I do. And when you know, we go over, you know, what we charge and this is what we do. It, it's like that's an auto response for the excuse chain rolling up where they just start piling on top of you. Well, I have this going on. I have that going on. I have this going on. And that's not what we asked. But yeah, people always try to consciously justify why they can't do something. And a simple question I ask people, and this, it scares me to death, Kareem, because mm. You and I both know there are so many people monetarily struggling right now. Totally. I say to them, if you were driving down the street today and you had two flat tires, you had one donut and you had to get one tire fixed, would you have the monetary means to fix that tire? And almost 100% of the time, the answer is no. Hmm. So for people not to have an extra $300, $400 expendable just in case. Yeah. Talk about a scary place to live, but that can be changed when you start changing your mindset. Yeah. So what is something, because there are listeners on here that, that are struggling right now monetarily with their mindset, what is something they can do to start shifting their mindset so they can start creating more wealth for themselves? Well, I think you have to look at the difference between spend and investment. So the, the shift in mindset that I love to bring up is literally in this day and age, unfortunately, because currency is a digital mean, like you literally are sleeping, money is being spent and potentially and hopefully you're getting to a point where money is being earned. The, the, when you know that that exchange is an energy flow and it's consistently happening, but the, the one differentiator is what you choose every day to invest in and then also build upon is what actually shifts the money story you start creating for yourself. So like the example you just gave me, 
that poor woman has a serious shame story about earning her wealth, yeah. earning and, and doesn't even understand the word wealth, probably. She just sees money as problems. And unfortunately, that's something she was probably uh, exposed to from a very young age because the stories around her that kept saying, I can't afford this. No, we can't get that. No, that's not you're not worth it. Or we we why did you spend that way? Like when you're literally putting being put down, you start to create a shame spiral around money. And that's a negative energy. It will never grow. That frequency is super low. It will never grow from there. So you have to check yourself on what are the stories you're telling yourself about money and start asking yourself, where do I choose to invest in today? Because if you in in choose to invest versus spend, investment already has an energy of a return. Mm -hmm. And when you create that return energy in everything you're doing when it comes to your money, then you're consistently creating a flow of a return. When you look at your money and you think, okay, like I can't afford that, or I wish I could have that. It's not when I have that, I will, right? You have to start changing your language around and uh, creating more of a return than a wasted away. Like for example, I have like, and sometimes this irks me. So I know I need to do an audit on myself, (laughs) (laughs) but I know that I've signed up for subscriptions right? Like subscriptions of things that I might be paying attention to, I might not be paying attention to, but it's like a $12 thing, a $9 thing. It's like literally siphoning through my account and I might be leveraging it. And I know that it's irking me lately because I'm like, is that where I want to be investing? Like I do the work myself. That's why I'm I'm sharing this tool with, with you and your listeners. It's like, you have to, if you're not feeling that energy of return, then you got to check yourself and do an audit. Do an audit on yourself on where the true investment is. And if you're investing in the things that aren't giving you a return, stop doing it, right? Like that's your choice. I always love to say we are, we are adults now. Most of your listeners, I'm sure, are adults. We have a choice on how we show up every single day. We also have a choice to believe the stories we're telling ourselves. So tell yourself a different story and align it with the vision of the life you truly want to have. And anybody who is excuse ridden is coming up with excuses versus accountability for how their life is today. That is a definite mindset shift that needs to occur that can easily happen by doing that self-development work, you know, whether it's aligning with podcasts like this and just listening to the conversations that help boost you into that level that you want to get to next. I think for me, there has to come a point in someone's life where their excuses have to turn into reasons. But more so, what I've also learned is that everyone is taking life for granted. Mm-hmm. They think that we're guaranteed tomorrow. They think, and, and, and I had a conversation earlier with someone and they said, you know what, Scott, you're, you're, you're going to think that I'm not serious, but now's not the right time. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying, I'm saying not right now. Mm-hmm. And here's what I know. And I, I think you've experienced this. The people that don't pull the trigger right away to change their life, they never pull the trigger at all. Mm. And, and I said to this person, I said, listen, I speak to about a hundred people a month. And of the people that say, I'll get back in touch with you, never do. 
because everyone thinks that there's a perfect time to do something. Everyone thinks that your plate is clear. You know, now I can put this on there. Now I can add something on there. That's not the way that life works. You have to strike when the iron is hot. And it's not about making a rushed or forced decision. But if you want something to change, you have to change something that you're doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love to say that um, my, my quote, I say this all the time, is you always can be where you are today, so why not try? Mm-hmm. When opportunity shows up in front of you, it's there because you've been asking for it. You know, like people sit and they pray to get out of certain situations and they want to be shown and they, they want something different. But when it shows up for them, their fears and their mindset is what's stopping them from taking that opportunity. And so I like to simplify it and say, you can always be where you are today. If you want to continue to be broke, you can continue to be broke. If you want to change and earn more, you can totally try something new to earn more. You just have to be willing to take that step forward. And so even when I get the resistance on an, an offer to one of my clients that I know they need and there's resistance against that, I always ask the question of, okay, well then tell me the three things that need to happen in order for this to be a yes. Because if I know those three things, even though it's not a yes right now and that's fine, that's your prerogative, but I really want to understand the three things that have to happen in order for this to be a yes so that you and I are really clear on what it will take for us to engage with each other. And, and it, it pauses, it makes them pause because generally it's fear that's saying the initial no. Sometimes, because I'm, I'm not, you know, I am a, a, a high ticket price item, right? Like, so sometimes it is a budgetary thing, especially on the consulting work, because that's like a six, seven figure investment in my business. But there's, there's some times it's a, oh, you know what, I need to make sure that I've done X, Y, Z, or that you tell me you can do X, Y, Z for me. But like, when you ask the question, what will it take to get to yes, it really then gives you the clarity of where they are in their mindset. But you can always be where you are today. So you have to try. So why do you think most people, why do they let money? Because again, you know, the first business coach I ever hired was $3,000 six years ago when I was not making anywhere near what I was making right now. Yeah. And I actually had to call my bank to ask to uh, increase, increase mm-hmm. my spend limit on a day. Yeah. And they did. And I hired my business coach. And my life was never the same. And, and I was willing to put it on my credit card because I knew that investment was going to come back a thousandfold. Yes. So what do you say to that person or speak to them right now that is considering hiring someone, doing something more, but they're allowing the quote unquote lack of monetary resources to stop them? Why is it necessary sometimes to take that leap, whether you have it or not? I think that when you stretch yourself with an investment, so again, listen to my language, everyone. When you invest in something that is exponentially going to grow your future, the return can become limitless. And so the hesitation, I think, comes from the, the area of the unknown. And you're never going to know. Like you didn't really know for sure if after that $3,000 spend, Scott, that you were going to have the, what do you think the return was from your time with that, with that coach? God. Um, so at the time, uh, let's see, I, I would probably say since 
it's been close to an eight times return. Perfect. An eight X return. And did you, did you, were you going into it thinking I can make at least the three K back? Oh yeah. I, that's why I did it. Like I I did it. At least three K. I didn't want to just make the three K back. I, I, I knew that that was was, that I knew that that kind of investment, what I was going to learn from that individual was going to take me into the future. Like I, I just knew that was going to be it. Yeah. And so you were on the path for growth. You knew that about yourself and you took the risk and invested in yourself. I personally have done the same, whether it's through a certification that I've had to pay, you know, 15,000 on. Um, if it's something that I know um, from uh, my own coaches that I've hired, I know that I'm going to get at least a five to 10 X return because I trust in myself that I'm going to apply what I learned. Like that's certainty right there, right? And if you're, if you're questioning, the person on the other side from a coaching relationship is not responsible for your results. You are responsible for your results. So when you say no to investing in that coach, you're actually saying, no, I'm not capable of following through on what that coach is going to let, outline for me. Because that is really then the mindset shift of, Am I willing to invest in myself in this way to get to that next level? Because yes, I will do the work or no, you know what? I'm just not ready actually to do the work. And, and honestly, like I like to vet my clients to make sure they're willing to follow through, you know, because that follow through is what creates the exponential growth. And that's that, that is you and me innately Scott. But I also think that that's a gap in a lot of people. They buy into coaching or online programs or, different avenues thinking that the results that that coach is talking about they can just have without doing anything Mm. (laughs) right it creates a domino effect of who now do i trust i didn't get results from the last time and there are a lot of coach hacks out there now like we have to be careful obviously that who you're going to work with but i think there's a burnout rate that's occurring from a lack of um, investment and an increase on spend in the wrong areas, but truly it's also about the follow through of how you leverage the opportunity in front of you and what you've invested in. You know, the one thing that I always get from people, they ask me, so am I guaranteed results? Hmm. Well, I always say to people, there's no guarantee in anything, but if you follow and you get into action and you are coachable Sky's the limit. Right. Because people work with us, Kareem, to solve a problem that they're having. And we're giving you a solution to that problem. Now, we're going to give you 100% of ourselves to you to outline exactly what needs to be done to succeed. But after all is said and done, it's up to that person to put it to work. Right. The follow through is everything. And I feel that there's a lot of people out there that, you know, obviously, yes, there are some coaches that that don't do what they say they're going to do. And that's just in anything. But I also think that the person that hires the coach, you have to be a thousand times responsible for your own actions that you take after learning what you've learned from that coach. And there's no if if that coach has given you exactly what you've asked and you have not done your part on the other end of it. You have no one to blame but yourself. Right. 
Yeah. You're the, you're the master of your domain. I love to remind people of that too. And your business is 100% a reflection of how you lead it. So if you're not in that integrity of follow through of doing the work to continue to grow yourself and your business, then your revenue streams, your income streams, your team, they all flatline. It's 100% a reflection of how you show up in it. So let me ask you this. Is it possible for anyone to achieve unlimited success? I would say yes, because the definition of success for each individual is individualistic. <laughs> so it's your path. Yeah. So, so why do you think most of our society, not just in the U.S. where we live, but globally, yeah. why are so many people struggling financially today when we absolutely, you and I both know this, we, we grew up during a time where there was no social media. We, we built both of our first businesses from ground up through literally just shaking hands, kissing babies, belly to belly, <laughs> all those things, right? Yeah. Why is it so difficult in such an abundant time for people to create the wealth that they truly deserve? I think that there's a um, misconception still that they don't have to do the work and that, that it now, because we're inundated with so much information and so much flash and so much of what it could be like, that you actually don't know where to even start. And you don't even know who you have to be to show up in creating what it is that you truly want. And you and I have leveraged the offline connection to create all the wealth really that we have. I mean, the, the online connection allows people to connect with us that we might not know in our immediate community. But I believe that knowing first how you wanna show up in the world is number one. And then number two is that the systems you potentially have been around or even raised under uh, are, could be limiting your exposure to what it truly takes to show up in what your definition of success looks like. So, for example, I love to bring up that like our education system is built on comparison, not true applicable knowledge as well as how to interact with each other to grow and build something together. And we're not taught money mindset. We're not taught how to, um, to leverage who we are and our creativity in order to create something new. And so conformity also creates limitations. And it's 100% valid that the systems we were, just like I shared my story of going through education, going to get the job, hustle, 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 Yes, it was on the ground. It was not a digitally mapped out way, but the education system is still the same today. You might learn digital media, but how to leverage relationships, how to build something together, how to be someone of impact. Those things are not being trained as often. And the arenas to go and play in that mindset, I would say, is something I like to focus on building in the communities I have and within my practice, because it just, it brings it with ease, mm. you know? This is such a powerful episode. And, and, and before we close out, a couple things. Number one, what is a, a simple tip that you can give that struggling network marketer that doesn't require working with me or working with you? Just something, yeah. they, just something they can do 
to move themselves forward, number one. Number two, how can people find out more about you and what services you provide to help individuals like network marketers? So number one, um, for network marketers, the one tip I would give you is to have fun again. Like I've so many times I've worked with the, with network marketers who are almost on that burnout track questioning, like, should I even be in this anymore? Or where do I take this now? Or I'm just not excited about it because it's, it, there is a monotony on the repetition side of things, but what isn't monotonous is your personality, how you show up and bring people together and then create the environment and the brand around you that is your true essence. That's the number one thing people are attracted to. So I would remind you to go have fun again, because that will help grow your business and attract the right people in and bring the fun back into what some people feel as the monotony. So I like, I like to share that as a tip for your network marketers. Love that. Wonderful. And then number two, I believe you asked me like to, how to connect with me or what to connect with me on. Yeah, how can people get in touch with you and learn about how you can help them? Oh, sure. So everything KareenWalsh.com is like has all of me there. I play more on Instagram, so it's at Kareen Z Walsh. And um, what I love to do is really help people get super clear on where they're trying to go, and then we can map out the path to help you get there. So you get that through my books, you get that through my podcast, you get that through, you know, any of my online exercises, obviously being coached by me or any of my online programs, but all things Kareen are at KareenWalsh.com. Well, I, I have your amazing book and I've been on your amazing podcast. What is the name of the book and where can they get it? And what is the name of their podcast and how can they listen to it? Awesome. So the latest book is Lead with Value. And you can get that at KareenWalsh.com slash lead with value. It's also on Amazon. It'll just lead you to Amazon to purchase. Um, and then my podcast is Your Badass Journey. And that's on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple. Awesome. Final question before we end today's episode is what does success truly mean to you? Success to me is feeling aligned with my core values, which is love, creativity, and integrity in everything that I do. I know that it'll exponentially give me the return that I've invested in. Wonderful. Kareen, so grateful for you, just not only for being here today and sharing your message with my audience, but just for being such a close, dear friend of mine that I know I can always reach out to just to chat or get some advice from and vice versa. So thank you so, so much for being here today. Thank you, Scott, for having me. I really appreciate your time. And as always, brother, I'm walking alongside you. Love it. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you again so much for checking out this week's episode. And if you can, head over to iTunes, search for Network Marketing Made Simple, leave me a five-star rating, basic review. I would be grateful for all of the support you guys can give me. And again, if you'd be interested in learning more how to utilize LinkedIn to grow your business, your brand, and your bank account, head over to my website, www.scotterron.net. Fill out the form for your free 15-minute discovery call 
so I can learn more about you, your business, and how we can work together. And again, thank you guys so much. Grateful for you all, and I'll see you next time.